following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to the Herd and Ten podcast. Here's your host, Jake Fratinsky. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Herd and Ten podcast. I'm your host, Jake Fratinsky. You can find me on Twitter at jfortinskynfl. You can also check out any of our social media accounts at Herd and 10 or at Herd and 10 podcast. We're posting there on a regular basis and we are getting right into training camp now. So we're going to have a ton of content. I want to start off talking about Josh Allen a little bit. Before we jump into training camp, I want to talk about his press conference. Well, it's somewhat training camp related. He had his first big press conference, media conference media appearance, whatever you want to call it. And he was asked specifically about his signing and whether he's going to sign this offseason. Is it going to be next? Have there been discussions with management? Where are they at in the process? And he was pretty clear that it's not a priority for him. He is just focused on football and just football only. So clearly, if it's going to happen, it's going to have to happen really soon because Allen's already pretty much in football mode, and I don't think he really wants to get into the details. And to be honest, I don't think he's concerned. I don't think his side is concerned. They know how badly the Bills management loves him, and of course, Bills management knows how much Josh loves the Buffalo Bills organization. So I really don't think there's a concern here. I just think it's a matter of numbers, and I've already talked about this quite a bit. Obviously, if the Bills wait another season... The odds are it's going to cost them more. So it would be in their benefit to get it done now. In Josh's perspective, maybe he's not in a rush. He wants to focus on football because if he does what he did last season, he knows he's going to get even more money. So there's really no rush for him. And I think it's pretty clear at this point that nothing's going to happen. And if it does, it would be a little bit of a surprise just because Josh seems to be focused on just football and nothing to do with contracts. But you never know. Something could still happen. Obviously, a big topic now is the COVID-19 situation. As we know, specifically in the U.S., things are getting worse. The numbers are going up, even with people vaccinated. However, the number of people that are getting severely ill has dropped substantially. So even if you are double vaccinated, yes, you can get COVID. But the odds are it's not going to be very bad. It's going to be relatively mild. Having said that, there are a lot of things going on in the Bills locker room regarding it, but it sounds like those things are clearing up a bit because we look at what the Bills need to be to avoid all COVID protocols. They need to have their players or 85% of their players vaccinated. The Bills are currently at 80% of their players that have had at least one shot. So they're moving in the right direction. They're getting pretty close to that 85% threshold, which is where they really need to be. The interesting thing here is we don't know who has and who hasn't been vaccinated. 
And honestly, I don't think we're going to know. And we might be able to figure it out based on how long guys are out, if they do contract COVID or not. But I don't think they're going to be publicly telling people who is and who isn't. And it doesn't matter. As long as the Bills hit that 85%, they can be business as usual. And I personally hope they'll get there. I think that they should get there. I think if these players don't want to impact their team negatively, they should get the vaccine. However, I also understand they're entitled to their own opinion and they deserve to be able to make that decision with their family and friends. So they shouldn't be forced to do anything they don't want to do. But if they can get vaccinated, it would make things a little easier. Of course, we now need to cover Cole Beasley because Cole Beasley talked about it. Of course, he had to come out and do this. He had to have some sort of a prepared statement to talk about what's happened. And I'm going to read his entire statement right here. So if you haven't heard it, keep listening. If you have heard it, you can tune out for a little bit or you can skip this. Not a problem. So here we go. This is what he said to the media. I wanted to start this off by saying I'm not anti or pro-vax. I'm pro-choice. With that being said, the issue at hand is information is being withheld in order for a player to be swayed in a direction that he may not be comfortable with. When dealing with a player's health and safety, there should be complete transparency regarding information that is vital in the decision-making process. He goes on to say, Without having all the proper information, a player can feel misguided and unsure about a very personal choice. It makes a player feel unprotected and gives concerns about future topics regarding health and our ability to make educated decisions. In regard to our overall safety, we have to know that we are armed with full knowledge and understanding that those who are in a position to help us will always do that based on our situation. Some people may think that I'm being selfish and making this a me thing, but it is all about the young players who don't have a voice and are reaching out to me every day because they're being told if they don't get vaccinated, they'll be cut. Agents are being told by teams that guys will not be given opportunities as of now to be seen in workouts. So once unvaccinated players get cut, they're losing a dream they have worked their whole lives. Over a vaccine that has been proven to not keep people from contracting COVID as we've seen. Every doctor I've gone to with questions begins every sentence with, from what we know now which tells me we don't know enough. The NFLPA is working to have vaccinated players tested more frequently than what they originally stated. A lot of players got the vaccination with the idea that these rules are set in stone, and they're not. It's common sense that if a vaccinated or unvaccinated player is tested more frequently, the likelihood of a player being pulled for COVID drops dramatically. In regards to player safety... I will conclude by saying we all want to be safe. For so many players around the league, safety doesn't so, does not solely mean avoiding the COVID virus. Our health is the now, which we are trying to protect with our personal choice. We are doing all the things we did in our protocol during a very successful 2020 season. That's where the issue has been for me the whole time. And then he ended this statement saying that he would no longer take his concerns regarding the vaccine to social media. So he is 
done with social media. Thank God. God. It's the gift giving season and now there's a great card game that gives you action on any televised football game you watch. Just add your family, friends and fun and you have the drive. Playthedrive.com. If you miss the drive, you miss the party. Playthedrive.com. Hey Bills Mafia, this has been a crazy year with a lot of changes. Good changes like the Patriots not sitting at the top of the AFC East. But this year has certainly brought some challenges and has made it harder for us all to connect with our fellow sports fans. If you are a big sports fan like me, then you need to join this new sports fan community called Playing the Field. Playing the Field has developed a dating and community app centered around our sports fan lifestyle. It is a great sports-focused interface from their profile trading cards in your favorite team's colors down to their bubblegum in-app currency. The best part is that right now, while they're still in beta, it is 100% free to join. And you also get extra in-app bubblegum that you can trade in when their premium features get added in a few months. Go to playthefielddating.com and sign up now to buddy up, recruit teammates, or find your MVP. Also, be sure to check out their podcast, The Fan Experience, where they interview sports fans just like you and me and let them share their fan experiences. The Fan Experience is live Tuesdays and Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Or you can catch the replays on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. You can't have a team without a mate. Go and find one now at playthefielddating.com. I'm so sick of seeing him post and tweet about this. And it's not only bad for fans, it's bad for management, it's bad for the locker room. It's it's not a good thing in general, so I'm happy that he's done. He made a statement, he's finished, he's moving forward. Honestly, I don't have an issue with him challenging something. I don't have an issue with him making a decision that he feels is the best thing for him and his family. What I have an issue with is him promoting it or discouraging people to not get vaccinated. He can say all he wants, he's not an anti-vaxxer. I'm sorry, I'm going to say that's ridiculous. Of course he is. He's saying he's not getting the vaccine and he doesn't want to get it because he doesn't trust it and blah, 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 blah. It's not an experiment anymore. There's been enough studies now. We know that it's better to have the vaccine than to not get it at all. And yes, I understand you're protecting yourself and you're protecting your family and you absolutely have the right to do that. But isn't there something to be said about caring about other people and the people around you? The facts are that if you are vaccinated, you are less likely to contract the virus. On top of that, you're less likely to transmit the virus. So yes, if you have the vaccine, you are not completely safe from COVID-19. You can still get that virus. But it does mean you're more likely to have a more mild case and you're much less likely to spread it. So yes, He might be saying that you can still get it if you don't have the vaccine. That's true. But by him not getting it, he's placing his entire team and every person around him at risk. 
Everyone around him is more likely to contract it because if he gets it, he is more likely to spread it. Again, I get it. He has the right to make his own decision. And I am perfectly fine with that. No one should be forced to get a vaccine they don't want to get. However, to say you're not anti is ridiculous because you clearly are anti the vaccine. Being pro-choice is essentially anti the vaccine in this scenario. I get that what he's trying to say is he's pro-choice. He wants people to make their own decision. And that's all true. But then what does that have to do with him posting a tweet saying a teammate of his who had COVID contracted it and therefore the vaccine isn't effective and you can still get it even if you have it. That accomplishes nothing but upsets people. So yes, I agree that everyone should make their own choice. I don't agree with the fact that he's saying he's not an anti-vaxxer and the fact that he's going on Twitter and tweeting about it and basically discouraging people to get the vaccine. He is an important person in the both Buffalo community and the NFL community as a whole. A lot of people look up to him and he should be much more careful with what he is saying. That's where I'm at in this situation. I think some of you won't agree with me. I hope that most of you do. I think at the very least, what you need to take from this is you can make your own choice. There's nothing wrong with that. But you shouldn't be putting anything out that would negatively or positively impact someone's decision. So he can say he's not an anti-vaxxer, but by him putting these tweets out, maybe turning people who weren't anti to anti or vice versa. And he shouldn't be influencing people's decisions on whether they get vaccinated or not. That's for someone to decide on their own. And reading his tweets should not be one of those things that goes into making a decision like that. So that's it for the COVID scenario. I don't want to cover it anymore. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Let's talk football. Jerry Hughes, obviously one of the best linemen on the Bills, arguably our best lineman at the moment, defensive lineman, of course. Jerry Hughes has a calf strain. Now, it was a non-football injury. He's on the reserve list. We don't know when he's coming back. It sounds like it's not serious, but he is getting older, and it might take him longer to get ready and get back into shape. Hopefully, everything's okay, but it is worth noting that he wasn't there He's on the reserve NFI list, non-football injury list. We'll see when he comes back. It could be a big loss if he's actually out for a long time. As well, if he's out for a long time, he's not probably going to be playing. That's going to open up another spot. Not sure who's going to take that. But if somehow Jerry Hughes doesn't, get ready for the season. That's a great opportunity for both Greg Rousseau and Boogie Basham. So when this news came out about Jerry Hughes, we actually put it up on our social media and we wanted to get people's opinions of what could maybe happen if he's gone. And I personally was really surprised. There were a ton of people that said that we should just cut him now and go and try to sign Chandler Jones, who has made it clear he wants out. He wants to move to a new team and I'm sure he'd be thrilled to come to a place like Buffalo where he can be a part of an amazing organization. I don't agree with that at all. I agree with trying to go and get Chandler Jones, but I don't think Jerry Hughes is the right cut candidate. If you're going to cut anyone, cut Mario Addison. The guy's making a ton of money and he's not very good anymore. I've said this many times. I talked about this the other week. I don't think Mario Addison is the player he once was. And I think the Bills would be 
in the best scenario, if they cut him and bring in a guy like Chandler Jones or just cut him and don't bring anyone in, I think this Bills D-line is going to be a lot better. And I want to talk about exactly what came out of the first day of training camp. So first day, Wednesday was the first day of training camp. So you're going to be listening to this on Friday or later. So we're only covering the first day of training camp here. And what I take from this is the Bills defensive line looks really good. They look poised to have a massive bounce back season. And it's for a few reasons. It's for bringing in a guy like F.A. Obata. It's for bringing in the new draft picks in Greg Rousseau and Boogie Basham. Those guys are going to add something special. It should also be noted Harrison Phillips is back and he's looking healthy. And A.J. Epinesa is due for a massive leap this year. This defensive line is not old anymore. Yes, there are some old players there. But there's a lot of fresh bodies And I think there's a real opportunity here for this defensive line to be one of the best in the NFL. You heard it right now. They are going to be one of the best defensive line units or have the potential to be in the 2021 NFL season. I really believe that. And from the beginning, they've been saying Greg Rousseau and Basham have looked incredible and they continue to do so. Boogie Basham apparently picked off Josh Allen. Not only he tipped the ball and intercepted it and returned it for a touchdown. So the Bills have looked excellent so far in just the beginning. And their young, new guys, new talented guys look great. And even veterans like Star Latulale look pretty good, look pretty fresh. And Tremaine Edmonds talked specifically about it to the media, saying that he's thrilled. He's so happy that Latulale is back. He's going to help everything. He's going to open things up. He's going to make their job easier because he's going to pick up a lot of the guys in the middle. Edmund said, man, I'm glad to have him back. Star's a dog. That is the attitude that you want to hear going in. It sounds like there's a lot of excitement and hype around the Bills. And it's not just the analysts. It's not just NFL Network. It's also the players themselves. They all believe And I can tell you, I believe too. Right now, I absolutely believe. I am in the best mood. It's training camp. We have football coming, baby. In a couple weeks, we are going to get to see a preseason game. I cannot be more excited. You should all be super excited as well. The Bills have a chance to do something special this year. They've added all the pieces they needed to add. I still think they're a little thin at cornerback, but we're going to see if maybe Dane Jackson can step up and become what we hope he can become and beat out Levi Wallace. And if that happens, we have something really great. We know Josh Allen is really focused. We know he's going to be the same guys last year, hopefully better. And we know that there's some guys that have a chance to take a step forward. Tremaine Edmonds. You have new additions in rookies. You obviously have Emmanuel Sanders who's excited. You have so many guys down the list. Actually, there is one more thing I want to talk about before I end this, and that's Isaiah Hodgins because that's the other big storyline. He has returned from his injury, and boy, oh boy, does he look fresh. Stefan Diggs talked about it. He believes 
in Hodgins. He thinks Hodgins is going to make that big step and is going to make the roster and not just make the roster, but make a big impact. And we've heard this all off season, but Isaiah Hodgins has looked great. And once again, at training camp, he looks great. He looks fresh. He looks injury free. It wouldn't surprise me if he's going to play a little more freely because he's just so excited to play football again. That's something that we don't talk about very often. Buffalo Bills players that are just excited to play. NFL players in general that just love the game of football. Look, there's a lot of money to be made in the NFL and that has changed sometimes the way these guys look at football. But there are still a ton of just football players there that don't care what they're making. They just want to play football. And that's the feeling I get from Isaiah Hodgins. This guy just wants to prove that he can play football at a high level. And he really just loves playing the sport of football. And he really missed last season. All he wanted to do was just be out there and help his team. And this year, he's going to enter his second season essentially as a rookie. And he's got a chance to prove everyone wrong and do something special. So... We're going to end the episode here. It's not a long episode. We have no guests this week, as I'm sure you can tell. But man, I am so excited. You should all be pumped up. Have an amazing weekend if you are listening to this on Friday. And get ready for a ton of great Buffalo Bills content to come your way. Thanks again.